For so many modern driven women, life is about being more than one thing. We're multidimensional and so are our conversations. We carry multiple identities. We can be both mother and artist, both attorney and entrepreneur, both clinician and CEO, both humble and proud. Life for women like us is about both, about all of the above. It's about the and. Our stories are the stories of so many of you. We wanted the freedom and flexibility to live life on our own terms, and we felt the pull to be more present to our families. But we still felt drawn to contribute, to build, and to create. And we wanted to establish financial security for ourselves and our children. For us, that looked like founding software companies and then a successful coaching and online course business. But for you, that may look different. Our mission is to help other women build and grow businesses on the internet. Starting up online can be overwhelming and isolating, but it doesn't need to be. We're here to share an insider's peek into the strategies and mental resilience it takes to create and run six and seven figure online businesses. As women entrepreneurs, only 2% of us will ever earn a million dollars. We've done it ourselves and we're on a mission to help you reach financial independence by chronicling our journey and sharing our proven playbook. Join us for honest conversations about what it really means to grow a business and build a life that aligns with your values and adds something meaningful to the world. I'm Sandy Connery. And I'm Jenny Barcelos. And you're listening to the And She Spoke podcast. Make sure you hit subscribe so you don't miss any of the new podcasts that drop every single Tuesday. Okay, well, Corinne Crabtree, welcome to the podcast. We're so happy to have you. Hey, thanks, y'all. Corinne, you don't know this, but I use you as an example all the time in our coaching community because we have so many of our clients that run memberships. And I, I would I would say like, well, I know someone and I don't really know, didn't, you know, I've never, we've never spoken until now. I'm like, I know someone that has like a $38 million uh, membership and they're like, what? And so I've referenced you so often and it's so wonderful to actually have you on the podcast and actually, you know, sort of dive deep into all things membership because you've just obviously done an exceptional job. So do you want to start with just explaining who you are, what your membership is, the cost of it, and maybe the revenue numbers, if you're willing. Yeah. So I'm Corinne Crabtree. I actually have two memberships now. So I have the NoBS Weight Loss Membership, which is the one that I started, oh gosh, 2007. And I didn't even know I had a membership. Like it was one of like, I mean, I don't, I am sure somewhere on the interwebs, people talked about it. But for me back then, I was just a stay-at-home mom who was just trying to figure out how to Basically, I wanted to help other people lose weight because I had and I'd struggled with it all my life. Found a group of people hanging out on a Weight Watchers message board because we didn't have social. So you had actually, it was like caveman days. We had to go on the (laughs) internet and try to figure out like, where do people hang out on the internet? (laughs) Weight Watchers, they had a board and I was like, all right, this is going to be my people and started a blog. And then once people started wanting to work with me one-on-one in email, I quickly realized it takes a lot of time to individually answer people all day long and they can't read each other's stuff. And I thought, you know, they're all talking about the same shit all the time and they're asking the same questions. And I'm just doing this over and over again. I should put us all together. And my thought was, we'll all be able to learn together. And that's when I, it was like the first time that I think that was probably like looking back, that's when the membership itself evolved. 
Were you uh, a coach at that time? Were you a certified I was coach? not. You were no. not. Oh, I didn't no, know. That. I was just really bossy, very opinionated, <laughs> knew that I could help people lose weight. And just I've always been kind of a, a motivator. Mm-hmm. Like, like I can get people to fall in line. Like that's my specialty. And so um, no, I wasn't a coach. I had just lost a hundred pounds. I went and got certification from ACE to be a personal trainer thinking that was the only way that you could help people to lose weight. And I didn't want to go to a gym and train people. I really knew that the problem people were having that my, at least my people were women and it was about the food. And it was about like, we feel like crap most of the time and we're eating because we feel like crap. And so we got to fix all that. And so I did it more organically for from 2007 to 2015. That's when I became a certified life coach where I really learned like, oh, wow, like I wasn't just like drunk on power thinking that you know, changing how we thought was the key. It was like, this is an actual thing. Like somebody actually has a course on this. So that's when that started. That membership is now around 12,000 members. We have $59 a month in that program. I was like, literally, I only offered the flat rate for years. And then the other ways that we make money in that membership is once it got big enough, I realized now I had a smaller market of that membership who was ready for a more exclusive experience. So I always tell my people, the vast majority of you are never going to need a one-on-one coach. Some of you for weight loss, though, you have other issues that we don't need to just lose weight. We really have to dig into like the divorce you're not getting, the promotion you're not going after, the the reason why you keep letting your bitch ass mother boss you around at 60 years old. <laughs> like we like we need work on that. Yeah. So I have a one-on-one offer. It's where they can upgrade their membership to about $500 a month. And then we also have events. My other membership is a business membership. It's $297 a month. We have four, look, over 400 members in that one, but there's like only two events that they can pay for each year, but it's all about helping people start growing scale of business from zero to 300K. And that one was born. So I just want to say this to all membership owners. It sounds sexy and glorious to start another membership just because you know how to teach something or you have a specialty, but it's a lot of work. And I didn't start that membership until... So uh, 2022 in July. So it's a little over a year old and, you know, it's, it only got attention when the weight loss membership was kind of rocking and rolling and doing its thing. And then my overall revenue across both businesses this year, we'll finish at 14 million, maybe a little bit more just kind of depending on how the end of the year breaks on. We always sell our events during for next year. We'll have an event sale at the end of this year. It just depends on how many people buy that and stuff. Yeah, that's go ahead, Jenny. So, Corinne, how many people are on your team or extended team in order to keep a $14 million business afloat? Yeah. So there's 27 of us total, including me. And my husband works for me. I retired him a few years ago. <laughs> he like when, as all membership owners know, it is a very technical business. Like don't get into memberships unless 
you really want to solve tech problems and set up tech a lot because lots of things have to talk to each other to have a membership. And so, oh, Corinne, 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 I'm just going to interrupt you for a second because we run co-founded Marvelous Software. And so no tech problems when you have your membership on on Marvelous. So we've... Well, that's good because (laughs) we are not on your program, unfortunately. We are though... Because of that, though, we are custom building an entire platform with its own CRM, its own communities. It's like all kinds of stuff. But, but that, I mean, it's kind of like probably what y'all did. It's, you know, I'm just freaking tired of tech issues, but I also being a membership owner, I have a very specific way. I know I want my membership to flow for my customer. And I got tired of basically wanting things that software just couldn't do for me. And I just looked at my husband. He was a CTO, a chief technology Mm. officer for 25 years. And I said, the smartest man I know, you need to write me a platform because when somebody joins my membership, I want to hand, I want them to feel like Corinne's in the room, hand holding them every step of the way, either through their business or through their weight loss. And that's what I want. Yeah, and I was like, I know what that has to happen. And he was like, okay. So anyway, we're building it out. But that's cool. It's I'm glad y'all have that solution for people because one of the things that that I didn't want to do to my weight loss membership was start another offer before it was going well. Yeah. Like, I wanted to ask you about that because I feel like, well, so just for you and for those new listeners to us, we started in what year was it, Jenny? 2000, I can never remember, eight, seven, four? Almost the same. One. Yeah. We were all growing up in the same. <laughs> no, 2014. 2014. Uh, we co-founded oh. this this platform for memberships and we started in health and yoga and Pilates, like movement-based type of businesses. And membership was the thing to do. Like it was like, if you're, this is what you do if you're a yoga teacher, right? So we started there, we have now niched up and out and we have all sorts of different niches on our our platform. But a lot of people just go into membership and they, you know, it's a relatively lower price compared to like a, you know, a three month one-on-one coaching program. And they're like, if I can just get a hundred people, I'll be great. And it doesn't always work out that way. And then they go and make something else and they'll make something else and they'll make something else and they never ever reach their revenue goals. So I'm curious with you, like when you started, were you ever like, you know, I'm sure that you didn't have like huge growth immediately. It took some years. So were you ever tempted to like, okay, this isn't working. I need to go do something else to make more money. So my situation is probably a little different. I wasn't tempted to give up on it. Let me just say from 2007 to 2015, my husband and I joke all the time that I was the best for-profit charity for weight loss <laughs> on the internet. Like yeah. I would have gotten awards. <laughs> so unfortunately, I really wanted to be actually profiting. I made somewhere between 10 and $30,000 a year, like all for, for full transparency. Okay. Uh-huh. Yeah. And it really wasn't for me. One of the things that I was at a disadvantage of that I think is very important, especially for a lot of women business owners, I never really knew that a woman could actually own a business and grow it. I didn't understand that. I had been a server. My mother was a single mom who always worked really hard, two to three jobs, that kind of thing. Like entrepreneurship was 
like, I guess I knew the word, but I didn't really know what it meant. I didn't even like, honestly, from 2007 to 15, I don't even think I realized I was running a business. Mm. You're I just like I, serving people. Just helping yeah, people. like I'm like, I'm just helping people lose weight. And it's like, and we were called a tribe and we, I even mm. have a tattoo and like, <laughs> like, we were a posse of people doing things. So I didn't think about it that way. So there was never a money urgency until 2015. I got certified. And the first big thing that happened for me that helped was the school I went to was the life coach school. And I remember Brooke Castillo coming up to me and saying, you're the only person in this room who actually has a real business. And I was like, what do you mean? She's like, you actually have a real business. You're, you've got people paying you. You actually like have a good concept. I don't understand why it's not any bigger. And I was like, what? And she just said, like, what do you do to market it? I was like, nothing. Like I, I mean, I tell them if they want to share it with people, they can, but like, I it was, she might as well thrown acid in my face. Like it was that (laughs) startling, you know? Yeah. And so I left there thinking, shit, like, what is she talking about? So I went and read some books and then, you know, I was listening to her podcast, whatever. The next thing that happened, it was literally this, like in the same time frame, was um, my son has autism. He was going to a private school. Uh, it was a Catholic school that I went to. My brother went to, his cousin went to. And when he hit sixth grade, they just weren't equipped for a child on the spectrum. And I remember the teacher coming up to me and saying, we've just done all we can. Like, you know, mm-hmm. he's he's a sweet boy, but he's getting left behind. You know, he's um, socially, you know, the kids love him. They don't pick on him, but he also has no friends. He needs more than what we can do. And I bawled my eyes out and I was like, I like, wh- where am I going to send him? And the only school in Nashville that really was worth a shit for this was $50,000 a year. And we didn't make that kind of money. I was lucky my husband made a really good salary where we were like, we were very comfortable, but that was fixing to send us to the land of no vacations, no date nights, beans and rice. Like you just got to plug it all in. And I was very like, we were like, we're doing this. But I look, I remember looking at my husband and saying, I think I can make more money than I'm making in my business. I'm going to make enough to send the baby to school every year so that our life doesn't have to change. It was the very first business goal I ever set. Wow. And I made his tuition and 150,000 extra. Like I literally went from fooling around in my business, serving my passion. Like I was having a real good time to having to make decisions, increase my price, like streamline things, talk to people outside my normal bubble of people who knew me. Like I had to get real uncomfortable for a year. And that year I made over $200,000. Wow. And it was all because I simply just, someone told me I could, I could do this, that this was a business. And then I had a goal that was meaningful to me. Right. Yeah. A big, big why behind that 50K that you needed. Yeah. And so what did you do? What was that marketing? So the, it was the first thing I did was I like, I revamped my, like all people do before we market, we revamp our website. (laughs) Why? We have no clue. Gotta look good. In my, in my mind, 
I was going to get all these new people. And the one thing I knew was that if new people joined, they weren't going to know how to lose weight. Like if I was going to grow, like I knew the numbers I was going to need to make the money I needed to make. And the way I was doing it was so like highly engaged with every single person. I wasn't going to be able to do that. So I was going to fail people Mm -hmm. first. So the, before I even put the word out, I just made sure that when somebody logged in, they knew exactly what to do to lose weight without me having to tell them that had to happen first. Then what I did was I was like, okay, now I got to go find the people. And first I just asked who like my members, I just really got good at telling them we need to spread the word. I know you all love this place. You've got to have people in your life who would love it too. And I just made it real simple. I gave them emails they could send to people. I like told them the people to think about. I told them how to get over the stigma of talking to people about weight loss. Like there was a lot of those things that had to happen. And then the next thing I did was I actually just got on social media. I really didn't do any kind of business social media at all until that time. So I created a business page. I started going live every week on it, made sure all my members knew every single week to invite people. I was like, y'all come, I'm going to rail, you'll get the recording, but I need you there and I need you to tell people about it. Then I just started studying like a valuable free offer. I didn't even have a way to build my email list back then. And so I was like, okay, I need one of these things. Like I had read about it on the internet that this was a big key. And so I created my first valuable free offer and set it up to where people could get automatic emails. That is literally all I did (laughs) is I just got, I just showed up super consistent and asked as many people that I already knew in my network to help me. And then word just kind of started growing. Yeah. And that was like the initial thing. Was it hard for you to ask other people to promote? I just know we serve our clients are women and they have this overbearing sense of like, I don't want to bother anybody. So did the drive to make that 50K for your son's school sort of override any discomfort that you may have of like, what are people going to think about me if I ask them to help? It did for like, there was some overriding There was some, I don't know that I had shame around asking people or feeling like I was going to bother them. I think for me, what really helped me was I always truly believed that what I was doing, people needed. Mm -hmm. And for me, it was sitting there thinking, I don't want to not bother someone who is sitting there like I was the day that I decided to lose weight. Right. I mean, the last thing I would want is some woman to not get an opportunity to lose her weight all because I didn't want to bother some bitch. That's like, so good. Yeah. That's- I just didn't. I just I I just really feel like all like the one thing as a membership owner that you need to do, you better fall in love with your product. Like you've got to love it like nobody else. And you will always love it like nobody. I don't care how big your team gets. I always love my membership more than anybody does. I never expect anybody else to love it more than me, to show up better than me, or to care for it better than me. Sometimes I get lucky and my team outperforms me. That's awesome. But it's my job to love it so much so that I would not be ashamed to do anything for it. Yeah, that's so good, Curtin. Thank you for that. I want to know about launch models. So 
were you in the beginning doing just like open for business all the time, come on in? Or did you from the start or, or like go into it? I think now you like close your doors and then you have these big launches, right? I've been everywhere. So okay. <laughs> <laughs> when I first started, it Not was, all. I will take anyone. And then I read about open close models. And so the weight loss membership was open close for a long time. And then in 20, I think when was it 2021 or 2022, we went to always open because I wanted to work on like on the weight loss side for me, that open close worked really well for a while because it really taught me like I could be really focused when I needed to be marketing. And then I could take a break from that and just having my valuable free offer, my podcast running kind of in the background or like let it kind of just grow while I could really focus on my members. It took me a long time to become the kind of business owner who knew how to be open all the time and take people all the time, have streamlined onboarding, all of those things and marketing running at the same time. I mean, it takes, like, I just think for a lot of people, it takes a while to learn how to do all of that. So open close is like the first thing you can do in a business to kind of give you the space as a newer business owner to learn what you need to learn. Yeah. Um, we're always open now because once I got good at that, the one thing I knew about my particular product is it is a very impulse buy often. If I am, if I just had a binge or I just got on the scale and saw a number that I'm just like, shit, rock bottom has hit me. I'm starting a diet probably in the next like day or two. And now I want to be the first person they think about where they can get the help they need at any moment they need it. Not every niche is like that. So I think you have to think about those things. My business membership started last year as always open. And now this year I'm doing 12 months of open close to see if that's better for that membership. I kind of like doing it this way right now because mm -hmm. I was like, mm -hmm. you know, it's really making it easier for us to do things. But it it's now on a, I call it a hybrid open close, which means we definitely have launch dates in the business membership, but we have an evergreen funnel that's always working that allows someone to join in five days if they're brand new to our list. After that, they have to wait for a launch. Right. Okay. And so we've been, that's kind of what, um, well, that is what we're testing over there now. But I just think you kind of have to decide, but I can't emphasize enough that when you're newer, open close just lets you get your feet underneath you. It lets you get grounded for a while. It allows you to really focus on marketing when you need to, and then really focus on your members when you need to, until you're kind of mature enough to have that always open I just think they're very different animals. Yeah, for sure. Open. Do you think that is it? Do you think it's the the maturity or the experience of the entrepreneur, and or the level of business and like people know about you and their like your level of marketing has progressed to a point where you're known and so people you can do an open launch model because people know who you are and you are the first person that you know, the first business that comes to mind when they step on the scale or whatever the situation is like, isn't there like a tipping point? I guess that's what I'm trying to say, where you're so known, your podcast is so big and people 
you know, you're like the one to go for, for weight loss that you're so known that it tips over to like, yeah, now open cart will work. Yeah. I mean, I do think that, but I, but I don't think I would have tipped over unless I really understood how to exquisitely take care of my members once they join. Right. Because I have, I'll be real honest. I've watched some really big influencers, big people in spaces be like, they have such a following and people like they may be book authors or whatever, and people will join their stuff. Like they're going to get some grace in the beginning. Mm-hmm. And I've joined to their memberships just to kind of watch. And I don't know what they're doing. <laughs> and then they're like running through people really fast. And you only really get, you know, an opportunity to make a first impression one time. And so like I watch that and I'm like, These are people with huge platforms, with people who will come in. And for a while, they'll be able to churn and burn a lot of people and make money. But they don't know what they're doing in terms of like, I may know how to write a book for you, but I don't know how to treat you as a recurring member who needs help and support all the time. And so I watch that a lot. So I would just my I guess my answer to that is it just depends if you already know how to write courses and like take people on journeys and support them and do all that you know and membership is such a great like platform or not it's such a great way for you to go but i see a lot of people starting memberships who are just super passionate about helping people and they've never sold they've never run a business They've never dealt with tech stuff. They've never had to do an onboarding system. Mm -hmm. They don't know all that. And that's like, they wonder why it doesn't work. And it's like, there's just these key components. I think it's, I would just encourage people, honestly, the easiest way to start is always open close is just the easiest one to me. You're all fired up about your business until you have to go and market it, talk about it, promote it. All of that feels so heavy, hard, and overwhelming. We know that your business will flourish when you become comfortable promoting your work. And for that reason, we created Visible, a program that helps women amplify their voice in a world that tries to keep them quiet. Build an audience around your body of work and not just your body. So forget everything you've been taught about marketing. Visible is your fastest route to building an audience of raving fans that can turn into paying clients. And side bonus, you can ignore trend alerts on Instagram. Join Visible today at joinvisible.co. Yeah, that's what we're always encouraging our our clients to do, just because it builds up the urgency and it's like it just yeah. in your mind it's clear because otherwise people feel so exhausted by like they're marketing all the time they're open all the time and it's just and when you're open all the time you are marketing all the time that's why <laughs> i tell people like don't start a membership until you love marketing better <laughs> learn to love to sell and love There's marketing because no <laughs> it's the lifeblood of a membership it ain't you coaching all day like i always tell people it's like if i could just sit in my membership and just coach all day long i definitely would but that's the fun days. Like this last weekend, we've got a business launch coming up and we don't have a copywriter right now. I'm still chief copywriter for all my businesses. Only had to write 59 emails in two and a half days, literally 59. How can you You not love that? (laughs) 
Well, (laughs) (laughs) no, but it's a good point because there are in any launch, there's a ton of emails and yes, you can repurpose them sometimes, but you have to love the work and you have to, I think your comment about like, I have to love my membership so hard. It always has to come back or otherwise you'll talk yourself out of it. You'll procrastinate, delay, whatever. Exactly. Exactly. Corinne, I'm curious, given this giant membership that you have, what is the average length of time that someone stays in there? And is that something that you're always trying to extend as a business owner? Or as as a weight loss coach, is that something that you want to shrink so that they get their results faster and then no longer need your service? I'm just curious, like how do you how do you conceptualize that? And then kind of is that what is that average length of time? So our average member stays at least 18 months. And so here's how I think about it. Like in my weight loss membership, because we do so much more than just the weight loss, it's like people come to lose a weight. We always say they come to lose a weight. They stay because their life is changing because we are addressing so many things outside of it. So if you lose all your weight inside of my membership, like one of the things I realized is like, nobody ever has a maintenance program. Why doesn't anybody have a maintenance program? Now we have like a whole maintenance course. Mm -hmm. We work on all the different issues that maintenance comes up. We have a maintenance planner so that they can kind of like back out of some of the things we teach them to do to lose weight. It's like they never go away. They just shift and their intensity changes and stuff. Then on top of that, we, I mean, like we're getting ready to do handling the holidays and the lessons aren't about like, you know, how do you say, like, how do you, you know, eat on plan? It's how do you deal with uncle Bo Cephas who gets drunk every year and starts reminiscing about stupid shit you did as a kid and you're embarrassed. Now, how do we handle that? Like, how do you walk in and everybody wants to push food on you and not just cave? How do you not people please? How do you, like, we've got a whole lesson on, we have a lot of moms that struggle with guilt that they want their kids to come to their house or they struggle with anger and they got grown kids now who have other families they have to visit. And so we do a lot of coaching in the holidays on how do you deal with when your kids are no longer coming home for the holidays? We have a whole grief section because a lot of our members end up during the holidays eating their face off first holiday without a husband, first holiday without their mother. 20th holiday without someone that they love and they think they're broken because they're still grieving. Mm -hmm. So a lot of our members stay because it's like, you know, like I'm licking my weight loss, but I'm changing my life. So one of the things that I think about when it comes to my program is I always tell them, if I want you to stay as long as you are getting something out of it, if you lose your weight and you don't need us anymore, I'm ready for you to graduate and I'll be the first one to hug you on the way out. But a lot of you want to stay because this is your community. This is how you keep your weight off. This is the only place that you can come and vent and talk about things instead of eating over them. So I just like to think about it as like, I mean, I track lifetime value and I track average stay, but I don't think about it in terms of how long do I want them to stay? I think about it in terms of they just want to lose weight and feel better. That's mm-hmm. all my members want. And my job is to make sure it's easy to lose weight and that I give them everything that they need to have a better life. And if I do those two things, most people are going to stay as long as they need it. 
And I mean, I've got members that I have some members that have been with me since 2007, legit wow. from the first year I started <laughs> a big, I think 30% or so of my members have been with me three or four years now. Like it's a high number. Yeah, of people that's who really are, high. Yeah. yeah. They, I mean, they call themselves lifers. They're like, mm-hmm. you can't run me out. They're like, <laughs> I will like, when your funeral happens, will be the day that I'm done. <laughs> That's funny. Wow. That's funny. So do you also, like you, you mentioned the holiday content that you're going to bring into the, in for them shortly. Do you do that throughout the year, like bring new content or do you ever recycle old content? So this program, I do, a, we do a mix of things. So, because I do have a lot of content just being in business forever, you, you know, and we retire a lot of stuff. So Handling the Holidays is a program we've been doing for four or five years. And I rewrote it and reshot it two years ago. So the first year, it was like a brand new release. Last year, we did what was called a live watch party. So instead of teaching new content, we're like, all right, we're going to all go through it together. And then on, I call it Wednesdays with Corinne. It's my Q&A day. On every month, everybody knows that Wednesdays is dedicated to whatever we're focused on in the membership for that month. So on that call, I would, we would all watch the videos together and I would take questions in live time. And so what we did last year was we took the Q&A, made sure it was all about the holidays, pulled it out, and then added it as a bonus video to the course. This year, we're doing it a little different. Now, instead of re-watching it, We're having the members say like, all right, everybody go through handling the holidays. And then the Wednesdays, we started asking ourselves, what are the other topics that aren't in that program just yet that Corinne can just live teach on Wednesdays? And now we'll plug those in. And then next year, we'll probably just rewatch and important lessons and stuff. So we do that. Mm -hmm. We also have challenge months. So once a quarter. We just do a big challenge where there's no new course, but we're all trying to meet a certain goal. We'll give them like fun trackers every Wednesday. Like it's it's always around um, some type of like we have one called the two pound takedown where you can lose two pounds a week, two pounds a month, or I forget what the other two is. It's two a week, two a month, or you can nail two habits because some of our people are... Uh, eating disorders and right. they're not actually working on weight loss. They're working on healing their relationship with food. And so for them, they do two habits they want to nail around food. So we have that one. We have a gift of fat month is always my birthday month where we do a big <laughs> thing, like call your shot, how much, like rather than getting Corinne presents and posting all over the internet about her gift, her fat, I, I tell everybody, I'll take it. I'll take every pound you give me. That's so funny. That's so funny. (laughs) So we do like a challenge. And then we also sometimes like this month we dropped brand new content. It's a whole um, manager time or no master time, master weight loss. So this month is all about the people who get overwhelmed easy and they're busy and things like that. Yeah. I think one of the common for beginner membership owners is they feel like they decide 
you know, whatever their content or, or frequency of coaching or teaching, whatever it is. And then they're like really bored. And I'm always saying you could like the beauty of a membership is that you can change and do it's so flexible and you can just create and change and take away and start and whatever. And I think you've just really eloquently like given us a lot of ideas of how you just kind of roll with whatever the membership members need. But I think people just get so rigid. I'm teaching three days a week and I don't want to do it. And, you know, and it's like, no, 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 there's so much more you can do inside a membership. It's one of the beautiful things. Yeah, for sure. I So we do, we just do lots of different things. I mean, and we try different things. I, one thing I think that helps in a membership that I think a lot of business owners miss out on is your members are just waiting for you to tell them how to think about things. I see a lot of people make changes in their membership and they don't think about how do I sell it and market it and tell them to think about like, how do I tell them why this is better than the right. way we've been right. doing it? Yeah. So a lot of times they just kind of like dump it on them. Like, you know, well, we've decided to start doing this now. I hope you like it. It's like, well, okay. everybody's brain is poop when it comes to change. No, no brain like is designed to love change. It wants certainty. It has like expectations and stuff. A brain doesn't not need change. It needs to know why the change is going to be better. And as long as you tell them why the change is better, you'll have a minuscule amount of people who will be like, yeah, I liked it the old way. You just manage them. But if you don't do that, then everybody's like, oh my God, why are we changing things? It was perfect the way it was. Yeah. Yeah. And I also see a lot of people do like, they're maybe struggling in the beginning as you as we all do. And then they will change the membership to be add something new. And then they still are confused as to why it's not selling. And it's like, you have to that whole fall in love with marketing. You've got to spend about half your time marketing. Like you can make all the changes on the price and the offer that you want, but you have to go out there and tell people what's in it for them. And exactly. yeah, so I think, yeah, I think you've explained that really well. Just one last question before we move to joy and hustle, but I just want to hear what was it about the new membership, the business? What's it called? The, the new membership? No BS business membership. Oh, right. We're just all about no BS around here. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that's, your, that's your brand. So what, why, why would you ever do a second membership? Well, I love business. I mean, I just love talking business. I was already coaching in other business memberships quite a bit. Like I kept getting asked to come and, and coach here. And can you come <clears> speak <throat> here? Can you teach this? Can you do that? And I just loved it. And so I was, there was two reasons why that we decided to do it. I'd been kind of telling my husband for a long time. I was like, I really think I'm ready to start a second membership. I know memberships so well. And I really think we have the team to where we could put it into the business and it, and it really add to the things we do. It won't distract us. Yeah. And he was like, no, oh my God, no. Like, you know, we're doing too good on the weight loss side. Let's not mess that up. And then I started hammering him on our website sucks. Like something's always breaking and it doesn't, I can't get it to look the way I want. And I want him to go on this journey and I don't want to be on Facebook forever. And I like, I was just like, I want all these things. And I said, I really need you to like, we need to build a platform. Like, I know you can do it. He had built a huge platform for a major restaurant company. 
while he was working there and managed it for years and had other companies seeking him out to build certain, like this kind of thing. So I was like, I know you know how to do it. And I finally convinced him. And he was like, you know what we should do? Like every man loves to do. I think you ought to start a business membership because you're really good at it. And we could test it on the new platform. I was like, brilliant idea. (laughs) So it served two purposes. One is I got to kind of go into this thing that I've been dying to do and really wanting to do. And we built the foundation of what's eventually going to be our new weight loss platform. It's the beta version. Right. And these members, I told them, I was like, look, when you join, you're getting the beta version of our newest platform. You're good. And I'm going to share everything behind the scenes as we grow for the next two to three years, this platform out. So Mm -hmm. you won't have all your bells and whistles that you might get in some places, but I guarantee you, you will get more personal support than you will anywhere else for $297. Like most people are paying 10,000 bucks for a six month program and probably aren't getting every question answered like we're going to do it for you. And so he was just like, let's do it. And that's why I started it. I needed a way to test it before I moved. You know, my bread and butter is the weight loss side. You don't want to dump them on a new platform that's not tested. Yeah. So I was like, we'll do it this way. Yeah. Awesome. That's amazing. That's that takes a lot to build. We've done it. We've built platforms and it's like oh, a I lot. Can't so, for y'all. so, you know, good for you guys. Cause that is, that is great. But for all the regular ordinary people out there who are yeah. dying to start a membership, just use marvelous. You don't have to I would just, build your own Exactly. Stuff. Like I'm going to tell you right now, like I didn't, honestly, I'd love to look at your stuff just because I have a lot of people always asking me about this junk and we're no. not going to be selling ours. Ours, no. <laughs> We're going to be real stingy. But the thing that I think is like, Like, I just want all of you to realize, like, I am 15 years in and now building a custom solution. Mm, Right. No one who's starting needs custom solutions. Like, and that I think is important for, for all business owners. This is one of the things I preach is when you're first starting out, you need to start out with the easiest things that you can, because you need to go out and find people. That's going to take so much of your energy. When you have something like your platform that you can just plug and play and like, this will take care of all of this. This frees you up to go out and, and market get the, the people mm-hmm. that you need mm-hmm. for it. Right. So make right. it simple in the beginning. <laughs> right. We constantly yeah. heard from so many people that they didn't want to be on Facebook, right? And so we actually built our own internal communities for each of the yes. things that people sell on Marvelous. So membership, you can have your own internal, you know, private, quiet, beautiful. I mean, Jenny, Jenny led on that. So it was good. It was That's great. amazing. Yeah, I think it's a really good message. Thank you for sharing that, Corinne, because we also have people coming to us a lot who are like raising money to go build platforms for themselves and they're just coming to look at ours. And I'm like, why on earth would you go fundraise and give away part of your future business so that you can build something? Like the tool is not what's going to build your business. Like the tool will support your business, but you know, your vision and your ability to transform people's lives is your real business. And so I think people so often get those things confused as the tool is just like the backup support. And, you know, even though as the builder of a tool and love the lover of the tool and the technology, like it is, it is the smallest piece of what you actually are doing when you're a create when you're a creator. And so I, I think it's just it's important to acknowledge and understand that early on. 
Yeah. Because I mean, like, even when I was starting, I started with a lot of free stuff, mm-hmm. you yeah. know, like yeah, everything I did in the beginning was free. We didn't have the money to float my boat and uh, there was no like Kickstarters back then. And <laughs> hell, who was going to like give me money back in the day? Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's like, no. And even with our platform, it's, it, you know, I'm just lucky to be at a stage in my business where I can afford Mm -hmm. to fund my own things. I would never go out and give away a piece. Honestly, I wouldn't go out and give away a piece of my business to build something. If I can't, this is what I believed on day one. And this is what I believe on like whatever number we're on. I'm going to fund this. My -hmm. business is paying for this. And Mm -hmm. so I go out and I earn the money and the right to build the next things. Like every piece, because building a platform is not cheap, as y'all know, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not like we're you're like going to Walmart here, but it's like one of those things where it's like, I made a goal. I want this. So now I'm going to take money that I'm go out and make, and I'm saving it so that I can be paying this off as I go, because I want my business to be debt-free and clear-free. That's not every business, but if like for most of us who are starting memberships and stuff, that is the smartest way to grow your business. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. We preach that as well. Good. We're all on the same page. Yeah. <laughs> well, Corinne, this has been so helpful. Thank you for sharing the story of your business with our audience. I'm sure they're going to have lots of questions. We'll definitely send them your way. Yeah. But before we leave today, we'd love to ask you to share a joy and a hustle with our audience. So something that's just bringing you joy in your life right now and a tool or a book or an idea that can help our audience hustle in their career or business? So for the joy, (laughs) I have silly joys. I I am not a complicated person. Like silly. Um, (laughs) TV. Like I will (laughs) tell you when it's time to like be off work, I go, I lay in my bed and I watch a voracious amount of Netflix shows. We're in the middle of Chicago. Chicago Med right now. Like, I don't even like, like a lot of my stuff's just network crap. Like give me a Dick Wolf series and I am like yours forever. <laughs> but we are just watching that. But I will tell you the reason why it brings me so much joy is because for years starting my business, I couldn't unplug from it and watch television guilt-free mm-hmm. and not feel like I'm being lazy or like I didn't get enough done for the day. And the reason why I call it my joy now is because I have taught myself how to work hard when I'm working and then rest hard when I'm resting and do it without guilt, without any kind of like self-admonishments. And that's probably the biggest thing that I find joy in these days. It's just little things like that to be able to just go watch television and be able to be like, you know what? You did your best today. You get to start over again tomorrow. Good for you. I love it. it. That is really good. That's so good. Nobody has ever said, television. So <laughs> that is definitely we often get some repeats. But that is- I'm just like, it's just right there. It's the easiest <laughs> joy to go find. <laughs> the uh, hustle side, I would always tell people like I am a, I'm a big time planner and I'm probably sure lots of people have come on here and said that, but I would not be where I am today. If I did not write down every single day, three things that are going to make money today, this is what has to get done today. Like I don't fill my calendar with a bunch of crap. Like if I'm not working on things that are going to 
make this business money every single day, this business is never going to make money. So I'm just really clear. Like if I was like, I always think about that brand new person or the person who's just starting. I would not do a thing in my business every day until I had talked to 10 to 20 people somewhere on the internet and helped them and made sure that they knew that girl's helpful. Like every time I go into that Facebook group, she is answering questions or, you know, every time I check, you know, Mel Robbins uh, Instagram post, she's answered like 10 or 12 of the, the comments that people are reading. Like I would be doing that every day before I did anything just to make sure I was getting exposure that people knew who I was, where I could reach out to people, where people were reaching out to me. Because if you're not doing things in your business that are going to make you money, like you should really question what you're doing that day. Versus like hiding behind websites and logos and colors and fonts and trying to make everything look pretty behind the scenes. Like I totally just agree. Posting on social. I can't tell you how many people are like, I'm astonished my business didn't grow because you know, last week I posted three times I was open. And I'm like, <laughs> you have to have those posts, but it's not like post and wait. And then yeah, like twiddle your hope. thumbs. It's like mm-hmm. post and then go find a thousand places for you to be talking on the internet so that they might see some of those posts when they check out your page. Like it's a lot of business owners don't realize how much time, like we get taught we need to have social and we get taught that we need a website and all this other stuff, like set it and forget it. And then like go out and work on things. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. the important thing to do. Such good advice. I find that we just switched over to Twitter because of Jenny and she, she's anyway, that's a long story, but we switched over to Twitter and that is what is happening over there versus any other social platform I've ever been on. As I talk to people all the time and I just comment on their stuff or I make a little, you know, tongue in cheek kind of quip or whatever. And then the followers go up and like, it's just, it's just like, that's what it's supposed to, to be. Right. But I, I struggled with that on Instagram. Anyway, it's just, but I totally hear you. I that's such great advice just to go and be helpful, provide value to the world, the public, people who are potentially your perfect clients. And that's how you're going to get growth and some momentum versus just like posting and waiting and, you know, just like hoping that someone will notice you because that never works. So never. that's great. And no one shares you either. I always tell people like nobody's sharing you. Like when's the last time we all said you really have to follow this account? I mean- you better be putting some epic out there for mm-hmm. someone to be like, I'm going to be real audacious and go the extra mile and, you know, tag yeah, my friend. It's like, no, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. Awesome. Okay. So where can people find you if they want to check out your two memberships? Yeah. So you can go to Nobius Businesswomen. It's nobiusbusinesswomen.com. Although we do take them in. We at first, when I started, we were just going to do women, but on the business side, I quickly realized this doesn't need to be just for women. Like I had a lot of male followers who were just like, are you really going to do one more membership and not allow us? in?" (laughs) I was like, all right, the men can come. Like, this is not so sensitive on the weight loss side. It is for women only. And it's no BS weight loss.com. Okay. Amazing. Corinne, thank you. I know that our members, our members, <laughs> our listeners will find so much value and so many good little bits of information here. So thank you so much for the time. Yeah, thank you. This podcast is brought to you by Marvelous. Marvelous helps you build and grow your own courses, memberships, and live streamed programs. 
Go from idea to open for business in just minutes. If you're looking for a simple, beautiful, custom branded platform to build and grow your online business, you can learn more at heymarvelous.com.